This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads as we go into the message of the day. Father, we bless you. We worship you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the adoration as we commit this service unto the mighty hand. Come and have your way. That the world will bring forth your glory. That your mercy and grace will prevail. Today, you visit us in a special way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. The message is titled, Manifestation of My Destiny Helper. And we're taking a message from the book of Mark chapter 10. Mark 10 verses 46 to 52. The message once my titled, Manifestation of My Destiny Helper. And I read, As he came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Somebody who has been confined in life, blind Bartimaeus, was by the highway side highway side begging that highway side is his office the enemy has destined the highway side as his office every day he is brought out to that place as his office just the way you go to your offices you go to your shop you go to your place of businesses in the morning this man called blind Bartimaeus not by choice was compared to have his office at the highway side. Just as we have so many people doing different kinds of business at the highway side. Some on the highway hawkers. It's not because they want to be there. But destiny has confined them. The devil has manipulated their destinies. So many people are where they are not supposed to be. Not because they choose to be there. Because forces beyond their control has vowed that they will not go as it is written. That they will not fulfill their destinies. So they confined them to a place and said, this is your office. The expressway is your office. When the sun shines, the sun will smite you. The sun will deal with you and spoil your goods. Yeah, there are some people who are in a condition offices. They cross their legs and they replace others from fertilizer. It's what they want. Do they have two hairs? No, they don't have two hairs. Because forces have sworn that this is where their destinies will be located. And they resign to faith and say, Where well, that is my star. It is not your star. This morning I'm called to tell you that your star is the best. I didn't hear amen. If you are starting place where Jesus didn't place you, you are coming out from that place today. Confined. Every morning somebody will bring him there, put him there, and go out. In the morning they come and win him back again. We are not in control of your destiny. You live at the mercy of others. If you are not in control of your destiny, you live at the mercy of others. The day they said they won't bring you out, they won't, Blabatimas won't come out. He might through begging, 
make 5,000. And his carrier could say, okay, you only made 1,000. Somebody was helping him to position him at the highway. But that person was not his destiny helper. Your destiny helper is that person the Lord has ordained to help you achieve his vision for you on earth. Your destiny helper is not that person that gives you 1,000, 5,000. Say, just manage. Your destiny helper is that person that teaches you how to make money. Because that person wants you to be liberated from poverty. Not the person that gives you fish. The person that teaches you how to catch fish. So that you'll be made forever. You don't have to depend on him again. The word of God says, sat by the highway side begging his occupation, a beggar. 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he began to cry out and said, Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. I thought here sometime that the mercies of God are beyond him. His mercies are beyond him. When man gets angry and says, I was cut, I will do this, man will go ahead and do it. Even if you beg man and beg man and beg man and lie down and roll yourself, he will still go ahead and do what he wants to do. But when God gets angry and you hold on to his mercies, he looks around. Man will count, you did it before, today you did it, you did it, seven times you've done it. The mercies of God wipes out multitude of your sins. I am number one beneficiary of that mercy. And I want you to open your mouth and say, I am number one beneficiary of that mercy. The Lord is good. That's why we are still alive. He was crying, Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. 48. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. You are disturbing us. Keep quiet, you blind man. He hasn't seen us who have legs and eyes. He hasn't known who are moving. He hasn't known who are pressing close to him. He hasn't known who started from uh, VI, trekking down to airport road with him. And he's just seeing you. He's just by the wayside. If you are not careful in life, devil wants to, but man will steal your blessings. That is why you must not listen to what man is saying, but listen to what God is saying. They shouted him down. Why are you disturbing us? But what I was saying, but he cried the more a great deed. That son of David, have mercy on me. The more they tried to shut him down, the more his voice increased. Pray with that season. Some of us, situations are shutting us down that we can't pray. Some of us, worry is shutting us down that we cannot pray. Some of us, daily activities, affliction is shutting us down that we cannot cry anymore. But the word of God say, pray without what? Sit, sit. If that situation comes, don't allow it to wipe away your joy. Don't allow it to stop you from praising God. Don't allow it to stop you from worshiping God. Increase your praise and worship. Don't allow that situation to stifle your voice, to stifle your praise, to stifle your worship, to stifle your prayers. Some people, small thing, I can't worship again. In fact, my mind is not here. My man has gone out from my body. If your man has gone out from your body, he won't still be alive. Situations are made by the devil to see, to kill, and destroy your destiny. But God allows situations to promote you. Without situations, you can't be promoted. What announced David Goliath? Situation moved Joseph into prison. That way he contacted his destiny helper. Situation made Mordecai 
and Esther to call for fast. Situation made Esther to say, even though I'm not supposed to appear before the king, I will appear before the king. If I perish, I perish. Situation made her took a bold step that God turned around onto promotion and saved the entire Jews in the land of the Persian kingdom. Why would you allow situation to make you to kill your relationship with God? Why? Situation make men of God to go and acquire courtly powers. Why is my church not growing? Why is this one not happening? Okay. They say, just do it like this. Join this, join this. You see multitude. No, it is not your ship. It's God's ship. He knows when to explode. He said, Esau I hate, but Jacob I love. But the person God said, I love, was still a wanderer. Wander up and down. By the time he met Esau, his brother, his brother already had a kingdom. Esau had a kingdom. With 400 bodyguards, he came to meet Israel when Jacob was running away from who? Lebanon. Jacob had not located his own kingdom. Jacob had not stabilized. But the person God said, I love, was still moving around, looking for a base. But the person said, I had had established his kingdom. But it didn't make God a liar. Yes, sir. Nothing will make me do the wrong thing in ministry. Amen. Because what is written about this ministry is written. Yes, sir. If I come here tomorrow, I see one person, I will preach as if I'm seeing one million people. Because at the appointed time, what God has spoken will come to pass in this place. Situations. God does not fail nor forsake. It is human beings that fail and forsake God. Human beings change their relationship with God. Change their attitude. Change their focus. Because they think that God is slow. Or God has forgotten them. God cannot forget you. Karakuma Hireke. He cried at the mall. 49. And Jesus stood still. Because he cried out the more. The attention of Jesus Christ was drawn. It was not the attention of people who had eyes that drew Jesus. It was not people who had eyes that, that drew the attention of Jesus Christ. It was not the people who were mobile, who were free with their legs, that attracted the attention of Jesus. It was not the people that walked with him from Via to Airport Road that attracted the attention of Jesus. It was somebody who was stationed by the highway side. You cannot deceive Christ. He knows the level you're placing. And God is not deceived by multitude. So where two or three are gathered, there I am. He doesn't say because multitude are there, that is where I am. No, he's not moved. He's too still and commanded him to be called. He didn't say Jesus stood still and called him. He said, commanded him. I will tell you about that command. And I'll tell you what it means to, when Jesus stands still for you. It means that heaven is at attention for your sake. I'm not getting a man. Some it's one say, open your mouth so that I will feel it. Close mouth is close destiny. When there are words of prophecy, grab it. Don't behave as if past is disturbing you with by prophesying to your life. It's a spiritual business. If you don't grab it, devil will grab it. Right from town, John the Baptist and the King of Heaven Sophia Valley. And the valley coming before. If you don't grab the devil will grab it. I'm telling you what happens. And they called the blind man and said unto him, Be of good cheer, comfort, rise. He called it the same people that shut him down. By the same people who were saying, yeah, Hey, he's calling you. Same people that sang Hosanna with him in the highest. We are same people that said, Crucify him. That is who poor man beings are. They might persecute you today, 
by tomorrow they see a jeep they begin to bow for you on the streets yes that is who human beings are those who they say they don't know who you are you are just good for nothing every day you say they go to church see as a day once more turn around you see them bowing on the street for you Karakuma here 50 and he cast away his garment rose and came to Jesus and Jesus answered and said unto him what will that that I should do unto thee I will show you why do Jesus Christ ask these questions the blind man said unto him Lord that I may receive that my sight Jesus said unto him go thy way that faith had made the whole and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way all those that were following him he didn't call any of them manifestation of my destiny helper for us to get to understand what destiny helpers are all about we need to understand first of all the meaning of destiny what is destiny destiny means that to which a person or thing is destined it is a state or a vision of someone already predetermined a state or a vision of someone that is already predetermined your destiny before you were born had been predetermined david is saying some 139 verse also i am fearfully what and wonderfully made if you really say before i was born the lord had written everything about me everything about me had been predetermined destiny is a condition already foredained what is ordained of you by divine way Joseph's condition was already foredained and no matter the level of persecution evil cancer to stop him to stop his predetermined vision there was no stopping him i prophesied that by reason of this service no power can shut down your destiny Amen. i decree this morning speedy manifestations of god prophecies over your lives in jesus name Amen. and that what belongs to you and this church will never pass us by destiny means the fixed order of things it means the fixed order of things things that has already been fixed captured ordained about one and that means what is written about you is written and no power can revoke that in jesus name destiny is one's invisible necessity invisible necessity you can't see it physically but it's a necessary aspect of your life. It's one's invisible necessity. And that means that someone here must end where? Amen. He must end where? Amen. Spiritual, you must end where? Amen. Fiscal, you must end where? Marital, you must end where? Amen. You must end where health wise. Amen. The agreement, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Because enemy knows you have wonderful destinies. They said to walk. There are some people, they attack right from their mother's womb. Some people, they attack when they are born. No matter what, God has a fantasy over our destiny. Amen. The Lord said, I'm going to send a deliverer. The devil said, let me see how that deliverer will come. Let me see how that deliverer will come. At the appointed time, the Lord went into action. The deliverer came forth and Lord carried the deliverer to the bank of Egyptian river. Pharaoh's daughters came. They saw the deliverer. They took the deliverer into Pharaoh's palace. Yet Pharaoh said, let me see how that deliverer will come.
But that deliverer entered into Pharaoh's palace and ate the food of Pharaoh, grew up with the children of Pharaoh. The devil said, let me see how that deliverer will come. I'm going to cut off all the destinies. Every child destroy, kill, destroy, kill. He was busy killing, destroying, killing, destroying. But the deliverer came and passed by. I don't know what the enemy has planned over your destiny. But there is something I know that will happen. That you have already escaped. Amen. It was after the destiny of the deliverer. Let me see how the deliverer will come. Jesus was born. He said, There can't be any other king. Can Herod, that Messiah cannot be here. I will cut off that destiny. From the age of two, he went into action. Killed and killed and killed and killed without knowing that the person he was looking for had escaped. That's why we need direction in life. Hello? If you live your life with that direction, you have planned to fail. You have written the will of failure. Because Abba Father told Joseph, carry this boy and run away to Egypt. They carried Jesus Christ and ran away. Who are you that will not run away from these situations when God comes? Some people say, I know who I am. Nothing will happen to me. There are times they will come against Jesus Christ. They plotted. The word of God said, and he went to the villages. Jesus would dream himself. He would drew himself from the people and he went to the riverine areas, the coastal areas. He departed from the town. He must know when to retreat. It's according to instruction, divine direction. Don't just travel anywhere. Don't just do business anywhere. Ask for divine direction so that you don't come face to face with the devil. Don't marry anywhere. Do things by direction. Other glitters are not what? Good. And the Lord is telling you, don't go this way, go right. Listen to the Lord. Don't insist. It is my life. It is not your life. It is not your life. It is not your life. One second like this, you are gone. Somebody owns the life you are living. Listen to that person so that the enemy don't cut it off prematurely. Destiny means irresistible power conceived and determines one's future. You can see it. This morning, the Lord is speaking to someone about your destiny. And the Lord has ordained that you have an unstoppable destiny. Amen. You're unbeatable. Amen. You're movable. Amen. Your destiny will arise and shine like the eagles. Who is a helper? We've talked about destiny, we're talking about help. A helper is one who helps. It's an aid. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 says, For I know the thought I think towards you, said the Lord. Thought of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. A destiny helper, therefore, is one who helps you achieve God's vision or purpose for you on earth. One that helps you achieve God's vision for you on earth. Jesus was Lazarus' destiny helper. When the evil hand of death cut short his destiny, Jesus restored Lazarus through his power of resurrection. Whatever has been stolen, killed or destroyed in your life to hinder fulfillment of your destiny must come alive today in Jesus' name. Amen. Mary Magdalene and Martha, their destinies were hijacked by forces of darkness to live the life that God had not proposed for them. But when they came in contact with Jesus as a destiny helper, they were delivered and their destinies restored. I prophesy this one that every destiny still in bondage will be liberated by Jesus, our destiny helpers in Jesus' name. The Lord appeared to Solomon as his destiny helper. And Solomon became great 
He became a man of wisdom, had favor, worthy, a man of affluence. There are people the Lord made directly. He appeared to them. There are people he had to send people. And to show you that God is an organized God. When Jesus Christ came into this earth, he used somebody as Jesus' destiny helper. He didn't say, I'm God. I'm not supposed to have a destiny helper. Oh yeah, money, come. This one, mm-mm. Somebody still had to serve as destiny helper. He didn't say, because I'm God, nobody has to baptize me. I'll baptize myself. Somebody had to baptize him. That is a lot of humility. That's what Jesus is teaching us. A lot of humility. No matter what level, who you are, you must submit to divine authority. Yes, there are rules. He's not telling us to do something that he has not done. He's telling us to do something he has shown us the way how to do it. The Lord served as David destiny helper. He taught him how to kill lion bears. Strengthened him, gave him wisdom to kill Goliath. And David became a man after God's own heart. The Lord used Pharaoh's daughter as Moses' destiny helper. And for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the three wise men were his destiny helpers. We all had destiny helpers. And we must locate those destiny helpers. If you don't locate them, you go nowhere. You must locate them. That the people God has positioned for you to move you to the next level. We all need destiny helpers to assist us in activating and fulfilling our destinies. Blind Bartimaeus was just like every other regular blind beggar whose destiny had been battered and demobilized by the devil until he came in contact with Jesus, the ultimate destiny helper. This morning, as many as will open up their minds, for the ultimate destiny helper to locate them, will encounter the resurrection power of Christ all over their lives in Jesus' name. Amen! The story of blind Bartimaeus tells us of a person who refused to allow his physical deformity, disability, to hinder him from contacting Jesus, to hinder him from connecting Jesus, even in the midst of the multitude. Some will say, I'm just a beggar. I'm not supposed to talk where these people are talking. Let me go keep quiet. Mm-mm. Before Christ, you must sort out yourself. Come to him one-on-one. Don't see yourself as inferior. If inferiority complex has set him where blind Bartimaeus was, he wouldn't have cried out. He stood. He acted. The message of God, his grace, compassion, love has no limitation. He has no limitation. Come with me to Psalm 51. We're still coming back to this mark. Just want to show you. He has no limitation. At times, I sit down. That's Psalm 51. I try to unravel the, the secret of that Psalm 51. Every time, I keep on going through it. Psalm 51 verse 1 says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving word. Kindness. Love plus kindness joined together. What do you get? What is beyond love? What is more than kindness? Love and kindness joined together. You can imagine what it is. Can you imagine the outcome? Then you say, according unto the multitude, uncountable of the not only mercies, tender what? Mercies. Multitude of the tender mercies. <laughs> multitude of the tender mercies. You must know the secret of getting to the heart of the Lord. Hello. Never you be lazy where your relationship with God. You must know how to get to the level of this mercy. You know, loving kindness. Know how to hold it on to it. There are times as a human being, we will always be human beings. I use this word to hold him. And I remind him of his loving word. Kindness. 
I remind you that his messes are in what? Multitude. Uncountable. And he's tender. I'm teaching you how to get to God. It's not for lazy people. Know how to garnish your relationship with your father. He said, put me in remembrance of what? My words. The Lord is good. So, when I read Psalm 51, I marvel. Verse 1. I marvel. I marvel. Loving kindness. Tender mercies in multitude. Let's go back. What am I saying? There's no limitation to his mercies. No limitation to his grace. No limitation to his compassion. No limitation to his love. We are not blessed because we are righteous. We are just blessed because he's a God of mercy. But that does not mean that we should be sinning. Make sure you live a righteous life. The world said, no matter how much we try to live, at times our minds will go off the wrong way. The things we think, our thoughts, our words, what we say with our mouth, our actions at times. He has provision for the multitude. He fed the 5,000. So he doesn't reject the multitude. He has provision for the individuals. People like Black Bartimaeus, the lame. If he doesn't have provision for them, he won't say, a lame man, let me hear you. A blind man, let me The dumb and deaf. Mm-mm. He has provision for all of them. As long as you call upon him. He say, call upon me, I will answer them and show the great and mighty that I know it not. Even in the midst of the multitude, he has provision for individuals whose hearts are open for him. He has provision for the weary, for the poor, for the despised, for the mocked, for the rejected, for the abandoned people. His loving kindness and tender mercies are so overwhelming. That he has provision for the lame, for the dog, for the dead, for the blind, for the unfruitful, even for the dead. When Lazarus died, he resurrected Lazarus. So this very day, blind Bartimaeus came in contact with Jesus Christ, the ultimate destiny helper. And his life was never the same again. By reason of this service, Jesus, the ultimate destiny helper, will look at you. We must never stop crying out for the mercies of God. It's a prayer without season. Luke 18 verse 1 says that men ought always to pray and not to what? Fair. Be prayerful. Don't allow situation to shut up your mouth. Some people, they lift up Bible to pray. They begin to cry. Okay. You're emotional. I agree. After crying, wash your face and continue your prayer. Instead of praying, they spend one hour they ought to use to pray. Crying after crying, they carry the Bible and put it under the bed. Is there where the solution is going to come from? Have you ever seen anybody that cried and they say breakthrough came? That is what the devil wants you to be doing if you are crying. I don't know if God open your eyes. You see that you are crying is what is reinforcing the devil to work against you. When you cry, you see where the devil is laughing. These monetary people are laughing when they see the person crying. They look at the person. They laugh again. They are happy that what they are doing is working. But when you stand by faith and believe that with God all things are possible, with time God turns around that situation. It is your word of faith that stops them from moving further in your life. When they are pinching and you are not reacting the way they want you to, when did they give up? Offenses will abound as you call upon the name of the Lord. Because in this Mark chapter 10 verse 48, what happened? Blind Bartimaeus was called upon the name of the Lord. He said, many charge him that he should hold his peace. He cried the more of great day. Why are you disturbing us? He refused to be moved. He cried the more. Offenses will abound. Persecutions will arise. Even trade to one's life shall abound, but never give up. Blind Bartimaeus was shouted and he persisted. Foundational powers will come against you. Ancestral power will come against you. Territorial powers will rise up to stop you, but don't give up. 
Don't give up. Keep on firing. That's what it means to rise up. Family strong man, family strong man, evil in laws will rise up. Internal enemies will rise up. Unfriendly friends, acquaintances, evil neighbors, colleagues. Wicked relations will rise up to stop you, but don't give up. The more they try to stop blind Batimas, the more persistence he was. Blind Batimas' persistence, determination drew the attention of the ultimate destiny helper and brought him to a standstill. In that verse 49, and Jesus stood what? Still. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. He stood still. Today, the heaven of heaven of heavens will stand still for your destiny. Amen. The ultimate destiny helper will hear your prayers today. Amen. And he said he commanded him to be called. Once there is a divine command from Jesus concerning you, you are already met. Commanded him to be called. It means your case is settled. Commanded him. Come with me to First King chapter 17. We are still coming back to here. First King chapter 17. Let me tell you what divine command is all about. First King chapter 17 verse 2. And the word of the Lord came unto him saying. Get thee hands and turn thee eastward. And hide thee said by the brook Chiret. That is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook. And I have commanded the ravens. I have commanded what? The raven. To do what? Feed thee. Once there is a divine command, it's automatic. See, he sent for his commandment upon the earth. His word does what? Runneth swift. Look at 8 and 9 of the same chapter 17. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongs to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded. I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. The Lord commanded. And it came to pass. He commanded to go there. A bed will bring food. You will drink water there. And the water dried up one day. Some of you, hey, she is from God. Why did he stop? There are natural causes. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. There are supernatural causes and natural cause of life. When there is a divine commandment, you are made. This morning by divine auction, I decree and declare as follows. That a divine commandment for speedy manifestations of your destiny helpers have been issued in Jesus' name. Amen. There is a commandment that you must be blessed. Amen. Your family must be blessed. Amen. The works of your hands must be blessed. Amen. There is a divine commandment that you must begin to enjoy good health. Amen. There is a divine commandment that you must be delivered, Amen. liberated, Amen. set free. Amen. There is a divine commandment that someone here from today is going to say bye-bye to poverty. Bye-bye to demotion. Bye-bye to devouring. Bye-bye to sorrow. There's a divine commandment of prosperity. Wealth. Greatness. Announcement. Coming your way. There's a divine commandment that you are promoted. Connection is coming your way. Success is coming your way. The Lord is good. Simple that rejected, despised him. Blamed Bartimaeus. Or shot him unto Christ. Some people that persecuted you will join in praising our Lord. Amen. The question is, what if blind Bartimaeus had given up? Will he have succeeded in drawing the attention of Christ to a standstill? A closed mouth is a closed destiny. We must learn to pray without ceasing. If you don't open your mouth through prayer, there will be no fulfillment in your life. I pray you will learn to pray with that season in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The Lord is saying that many people here will experience dramatic turnaround from impossible angles. Amen. So when the Lord called blind Bartimaeus, something happened. Fifty, and he casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. He cast away, cast away the things that were holding him. That evil garment of poverty has been casted away. Amen. It's no longer holding you. I prophesy this morning that from today, every shackle of death, every garment of sickness, every garment of poverty, every garment of calamity and sorrow over your lives has been turned into pieces. Amen. Immediately, Jesus Christ called Black Bartimaeus, he threw away that evil garment. That garment he was known for. That garment that was always shielding him that one corner he was always saying he didn't need that garment again he didn't need that garment again if any man be in christ he's a new creature you don't need that garment of poverty again Amen. that garment of stagnation you don't need it again yes, because you have changed position yes, if you have shout hallelujah. hallelujah so when jesus showed up it is over when he shows up it's over he told this man in verse 51 and Jesus answered and I said unto him, What will thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. I might receive my sight. He asked blind Bartimaeus. The same question was what he asked Solomon. He asked Solomon. He said, Ask what I shall give thee. In 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 5. In Matthew 7, he said, You must learn to ask. Ask shall be given. Seeking shall find. Knock and door shall be opened. Before blind Bartimaeus again, he said, ask what I will do for you. Because we are serving a God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. According to his power that is in you. If you see that power as a small power, it will not get anything for you. But if his power in you is, you see as a big God, as some God, he will give you more than enough. Amen. The thing he did for blind Bartimaeus, that's what he has done for somebody today. The same thing he did for Solomon. That's what he has done for somebody here today. Amen. So let's say, ask what you want me to do for you. And when blind Batman asks, he says something. Just said unto him, go thy way, thy faith had made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. It's a battle of faith. That allowed the enemy to steal what God has given to you. I don't want to see Surabia face here again. When you come in here, even at home, anything happens, stand by faith. They begin to say, Shabi Pastor said, What am I seeing? You are, you are doubting the word of God. Stand by faith. Say, Your faith has made you whole. And I'm talking to somebody this morning. I said, Depart from here today, you're going to walk into your testimonies. Amen. Stand to your feet and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Yes, Father, we bless you. Yes, Father. The God that is more than enough, the all sufficient God. You don't more than we expected today, we thank you. You are the God of mercies. The God that whose mercy is beyond him. Thank you for visiting us in a special way. Thank you for coming down as the ultimate destiny helper. Father, nothing can be compared to being in your presence. Nothing can be compared to the relationship we have with you. Thank you because you're always there for us. We bless you for what you've done today. That what you've done is permanent. That men and women will come to town that you relate over the affairs of our lives. Because they'll begin to call us very soon as the blessings of the Lord. Those that despised and mocked us, that said we are not children of God, will turn around to declare that indeed we are children of God. 
Our enemies will follow us to the altar of thanksgiving. To bless the holy name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because this is a season and year of speedy manifestations. Amen. Your words concerning will no longer be prolonged. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awoni Yelemo Street, Ajao Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or regiaradio.com. For prayer and counseling, please call plus 234-703-668-7445. May God richly bless you.